combat time. Your podcast for everything and anything Mortal Kombat related. I am one of your hosts, Jay, and today I am joined by Yasin. Yo. And Josh. I am one of your hosts, Josh. Well, that's that's great to know, Josh. Thank you. Yeah. I am Josh. How many more times can we say Josh? I am Josh. I am Josh. I'm not Groot, but I'm Josh. I am Groot. <laughs> We are Josh. And, <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be going over uh, basically just some fun news that's just been kind of coming up on Mortal Kombat 12, a.k.a. Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, I still think it's 12, but 1, sure, why not? I wonder if people are going to call it Mortal Kombat 12 in the future the same way they call MK9. No, I don't MK9. think so. Because don't I don't think, think so. so. No, because Mortal Kombat 9 was just called Mortal Kombat with no numbers, so... You kind of had to say that to differentiate it. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, now we need to differentiate, differentiate Mortal Kombat this 1 from, from the Mortal actual Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. Which I guess will just be called original Mortal Kombat or OG Mortal Kombat. OG MK. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they will still call it, People may still call it 12, but I don't know. And the we'll fact that it happens. actually has a number makes it that people will call it 1. Yeah. Like people, like people call the Xbox One the Xbox One, which is the previous Gen 1. And when they talk about the original Xbox, they say the original Xbox now. Yeah. I yeah, still don't so... understand why they named... I don't want to get in the weeds in the first 30 seconds, but why Why the fuck did they name it the Xbox One? Is that the most stupid as shit? Yeah, they have a really dumb naming scheme. I, and now you see the meme of like the, the mom at a GameStop, and it's like, I'm here for the new Xbox, and like the uh, hipsterish looking dude at the counter is like, Oh, do you want the series X series S series, whatever? And then like the last panel is her just like, uh, like and whoever's it, in charge of name and shit at night. Microsoft ought to be fucking fired. <laughs> I'm seriously like, uh, I mean, we, yeah, this is getting into the weeds of it, but like the 360, I, know, like, right? I think, I mean, it doesn't totally make sense. 360 is fine. But That's a memorable name. I guess it, it goes with the whole, you know, the ring and the, you know, the different, like the light lighting stuff for the different controllers or whatever. I don't know. But that made sense. Xbox One didn't make sense. Xbox Series looks, makes even less sense. The Series, I feel like, <laughs> constitutes more than one, one, like, you know, model of it. And it only has a Series S and a Series X. It's like, well, it's got to have another one be a Series, I think. I don't know. Yeah. It's whatever. You know, yeah. that's why that's why I like the PlayStation. Very simple. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. I, I like Nintendo because they come up with something new each time. We're but not going to do with like what it has to do with what it's what it does, right? Or what it looks like. Yeah, there's always a gimmick. They got to innovate. Well, it for the so Wii. I'm fine with that. What the hell is yeah. it, why the hell is it called the Wii? Because it's Wii fun. I don't know. Like it's like we were having fun. Maybe <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But you know, it's memorable. We all know the Wii. And it was a you know breakout system because it was innovative. But the Wii, Wii U, we won't talk about. Wii U <laughs> is bad because they did they did the repetitive naming system by giving the Wii a sequel, and it was just also a shitty console. Uh, I'd say this not having owned one. Jay owned one. Um, 
still a shame Breath and, of the Wild uh, didn't make use of that gamepad to use the map. They were going to do that. But anyway, fuck. Well, well, not here to talk about systems. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, when it comes to consoles, you know, they're like opinions, and opinions are like fatalities. Everybody has one. So, wait. yes, they do. Which that's the first question I have to ask about all this. It, is it looks? Do you think we're going to get multiple fatalities or? or a, just going to be one fatality per person or I'd be, friendships. I'd be, I would be very, very surprised if we only have one fatality. That would be very disappointing for me. If it's just, it makes me wonder like, cause like not to get into it already, but you know, your, your cameo fighter can have a, their fatality of their own. So you immediately have a choice of doing your mains fatality or your cameo characters fatality. Can you do uh, a double fatality? Where they do it together? I hope that's going to be something that they just hasn't, haven't revealed yet because that would be awesome. Because you have double X-rays. Yeah. Granted, the the double X-rays aren't as robust. Like robust is that the right word? It's basically like the cameo has his set of moves and your main has their set of moves, and they just do them one after the other. So Katana will always do her same X-ray, and Kano will always do his same X-ray, following her up. So it's, you know, kind of piecing Lego blocks together. I did actually want to start off, you know, a little bit about before we really kind of dive into this conversation a little bit. I did want to start off by gloating a little bit. And you seen I'm looking uh-huh. right at you because guess what? My boy Striker, he's a camo character in the game. Means, guess what? When we play each other, I'm totally picking Striker as my assist every <sighs> single time. And you're going to deal with it. And on top of that... These cameo fighters have more than one assist. That's probably the thing I've learned yes, just recently yeah. that I didn't know. The, they, the system they is very robust, to use that word again. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it because, yeah, it, there's a lot of love-hate about the cameo fighter system, but I think it might be intricate enough to be a really interesting gameplay feature. We'll get to that. But I do, I do want to say, Jay, Jason Stryker, literally, I went back and just peeped at our episode – the last thing Jay said, our previous episode, was LOL, what if Stryker's a cameo character? Well, yep. <laughs> Jay is Nostradamus here. Nostradamus Fuck me. Because I. Like it. Nostradamus. Because <laughs> my <laughs> predictions are up. I, I, I may have won Jay and I's bet, but I'm already down one prediction. I predicted Raiden wouldn't have electricity powers, and whoops, I was wrong. He does. Told you. Yeah, well, you've seen, you better get used to it. I got a flashlight and a taser directly coming at you when that game comes out. Mm. And they show him doing it on Liu Kang, too. Imagine being Liu Kang. You're, 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 Liu you're Kang. going up... Th- Liu Kang! <laughs> you're going up through the ladder. You live a hard life. In one timeline, you're the eternal hard champion. Life. And the next and the next timeline, you get killed by your mentor. And then you get split into a two... A young self and a, a revenant self, and then you combine again, and you combine with your mentor, and you become a god. And you come in an MK1 of your big dicks, fire, blue fire energy dicks swinging, and you're king shit. And then some jackass cop from California just comes and puts a flashlight in your face and ends it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is he from California? I don't know. I think he is uh, LA. I'm not sure. Maybe it's New mm. York City. He would be part of LAPD, wouldn't he? Yes, I mean, probably uh, would. LAPD, NYPD, is there a difference? Yeah, they're all corrupt, so who knows? <laughs> 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 but um, I will say that... Uh, wait, so what are we going to get to first? As far as uh, what Boy, we talk about? Yeah, where to start? So... We got... Because uh, I guess to give context of when this is recording, we're recording this like... 
I guess it's technically during Summer Game Fest, but it's after the big uh, Summer Game Fest, uh, what do you call it, presentation with Jeff Keighley. So, like, literally the second thing they showed was a Mortal Kombat uh, in-depth, like, look with Ed Boon on stage after a while. And then the whole weekend had just been a bunch of footage coming out from people at SGF, you know, putting up their raw footage of fights and, you know, them exploring. And then you get a lot of interviews with Ed Boon. And we just we've just gotten a lot of information ever since, so we're just trying to kind of just yeah. sift through it and give our opinions on what's what we know so far. And there is, and there and there actually is a good bit of news, at least mostly worth discussing. Mainly gameplay footage, which in our last episode we were talking about what the gameplay footage was going to be like, and now that not only has it been released, they've let other um, other professional fighting game players. Um, also play the game. Um, I know just someone I listened to a little bit here and there. Maximilian Dew got a chance to play yep. it. Sonic Fox, who, if you are into the uh, fighting game community scene, you probably know who Sonic Fox is. He is one of the best MK players. Um, if not the world, then definitely in North America. So he got to play 30 minutes of it. So I listened to his video and his sort of uh, analysis on it. And yeah, uh, what's the name? Uh, Justin Wong. Who, you know. Yep famous for a street, uh, that street fighter three clip and he does oh. a podcast with maximilian dude he was on maximilian dude's like channel talking about mk1 as well yeah you know i don't know any of these assholes uh no offense to them <laughs> um just because i don't follow uh e-celeb shit uh but like i e-celeb. only reason i know maximilian i mean that's what they are they're e-celebs right yeah what we hope to be but <laughs> not the only reason i know the name maximilian dude is because of you guys very recently bringing his name up in episodes and now i've finally seen him i know what his face looks like because yeah he's part of all the the flood of content coming out content yeah. okay yeah <laughs> but um one thing i definitely want to quickly mention is you know just j- uh, just briefly but very very likely this gameplay footage that we've seen as of today is not going to stop um before the game is actually released there will be other opportunities for many people everywhere depending on where you're going, to actually play this game. Um, well, Boone, I guess it's time to, to drop your announcement, Jay, that you, you shared to me earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, That's what I was leading into, Josh. Um, oh, okay. Hey, I, I, yeah, read Ed, your mind. Yeah, yeah. Ed Boone tweeted out earlier today, and today being um, June 13th, the date of recording that we're doing this, um, that Mortal Kombat 1 would be playable at EVO 2023 in Las Vegas, which is August 4th through 6th. So the game releases in September. This is going to be a full month before the game is actually released, and by that time, they'll probably have an expanded roster of characters that can be played. And it looks like, from my understanding, is that it's going to just be free play. Like if you're at the like if you're at that particular event. They'll probably have a setup somewhere, and people can just play it, and they'll very likely have like a, a an unlocked roster um, by that period of time. We'll probably know who's on that roster, I think, well ahead of that date. But the fact that like they're letting people play the game in depth, and it's like what probably about a maybe a little over a month away that people get to do this. This is coming up faster than I think most people anticipated. So the hype is kind of real right now for this game, and I've been it's seeing just, a lot of people tweet. It about just it. needs to be said. I said the trailer was going to come out, and the game is going to come out quickly after that. Yes, we know yeah. that he owes you a bottle of whiskey. Yes. Uh, but, also, um, it might be a high time for us to go back to Vegas, Jay. Maybe that's August. Let's go. I don't want to go to Vegas in August, dude. Do you realize how hot Vegas gets? I mean, I know you like heat, but... In August? Yes. In August? Yes. What really? You, what is that question? 
Say what? This is a pretty hot month, dude. It is. Yes. Yeah. It's. It's like it doesn't start cooling down until like late September or something like that. Apparently, I first day on Earth. Okay. Dude. Um. What are you gonna say, Sing? <laughs> I was gonna say that we should we shouldn't forget that uh, there will be a beta that goes live in August as well. So mm, yep. not only will people, but only in, uh, only for PS Five and Xbox, correct? Yeah, you know the the consoles that ma- that matter really. So. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm not buying a fucking Xbox. Small side, small side. I'm getting this on Switch. I think uh, after I sell uh, whatever fucking house I'm going to sell, I'm going to buy myself a Steam Deck. I'm buying a Steam Deck. Okay. Well, then buy then buy Mortal Kombat on that. No, fuck. I'm going to buy on the Switch because I'm not going to be ready to buy a Steam Deck by September. I just need to comment. I like how like all three of us have pure console diversity. I'm an Xbox guy. I know, right? Josh, Josh is a Switch guy. Yasin is a PlayStation guy. We have like we have cross-play. Um, like yeah. Like, Have you ever seen the uh, the Wojak memes of uh, you know each each uh, brand's uh, loyalists? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's that literally is us. Mm-hmm. I just find it funny. Thank God for crossplay, man. Because like now that like we have for now real. officially entered entered twenty twenty three, crossplay is becoming much more of a thing. So we don't. You have guys to worry have about fun that. of that because I think the only crossplay is going to be between Sony and Xbox. So uh, even if I get a Steam Deck, that won't help me. Uh, and I'm so, not going to. I feel, I feel like I think PC Sony, can do it. Come, I, well, I mean, we confirmed last episode that the beta testing is only for Sony and X Microsoft. And it's most likely going to be for crossplay uh, configuring. PC is not yeah, part of that. Yeah, but they know Switch. how they know how how well it sold on the Switch, which is why did it sell it well on the Switch? I feel like it did. Otherwise, they wouldn't. Do I mean, it I expressed hope for uh, yeah, that's a good point. I expressed hope for crossplay and Switch last episode, but after you know clarifying on the beta stuff, I I'm I'm not gonna expect it. I'm just not. So if I'm going to play console. with you guys, it's going to be at your plate. No, man. Because then PC. if I want to play online, well, yeah, man, I could buy a PC or a fucking Steam Deck, but yes. Steam but you're not going to have crossplay. The PC is not going to have crossplay. It's only Sony and Microsoft. You don't know that. Uh, that's how it was last time, right? Could happen. Yeah, but last time isn't this time. But like I said, the the beta. <laughs> I don't want to get into in the weeds, but the beta <laughs> testing. It's not. I mean, but they can, they can been, always add that functionality later, though. Right, I'll cross my fingers. But anyway, I'm not going to make you buy it twice like you did MK11. Thank you for oh yeah, yeah me. we should play some. Hey, I've been meaning to to hit you up and play some 11 because I did I did dust off 11 a little bit lately. I've been guess what? I got sucked into that crypt and gear shit again. I'm fucking ah uh-huh, shit uh, RPG yeah, I mean, shit. I want to I want to get back into it, but then I keep thinking like, oh yeah, I need to get back into the crypt, and I'm like, oh shoot, I did the crypt mostly in the Switch, didn't I? Damn it. I have to go back and do it over again on the PS4. Only reason I got back in the crypt is because there was there was something on the shop that I didn't have enough time crystals for, and then then I you know I found oh there's a there's a sunken chest in the living forest or whatever that's like two three thousand soul fragments to buy. I'm like there's got to be some good shit in there, so I played hardcore to earn up to get that chest. I pulled the chest out of the fucking river, and guess what? There's just fucking bullshit in there. And I'm like, why am I even doing this? The new game's going to come out anyway. None of this shit matters. So I've been playing randos and stuff. But I also don't want to tear you away. I don't know how busy you are and your, you know, your new home and all that. And also, I don't want to take away uh, Street Fighter Six time from you and Jay. I mean, I could, I could, I could make time for both. 
Oh, I can take back time for my boys. Yeah. Oh, your cameo fighters. <laughs> Wait, will, will you be my, my cameo, cameo fighter? Will you I'll be, be my your cameo, cameo fighter? fighter if you be my cameo fighter? All right, Jay, you're odd one out. <laughs> I don't care. You're the one we're fighting. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I, like, I'll take you both on solo. I don't need no cameo fighter. I just got these hands and these legs. That's all I need. I guess that, that that actually brings up a question, and this should be the most important question to start off. I say start off when we've been talking for nearly 20 minutes, is whether or not you can do one of V1s. And no it seems to be Ed Boone's been hinting that, no, the cameo is integral to the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, even, I even in the single player, you'll have cameos. And I think he said that some of them will be story specific. So I don't know. Yeah, like absolutely the story mode is going to incorporate the cameo system. Like I still wonder if like in, in just regular arcade 1v1, you'll be able to just fight 1v1. But uh, I think so. I think the cameo maybe is not integral to the system, yeah. And also it's like you you might not have a gun to your head. It's like you don't have to use it. But then again, I don't know what buttons activate the cameo because as Jay said, there's multiple R1. different attacks. R1? No, it's 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 from what I've seen it's uh, R1 or right right uh bumper and it's basically if you hit it depends on if you hit like up in R1 or left in R1 or right in R1 that does a different Right. Cuz you could yeah. do multiple different types of attacks. So my ultimate question is how do we feel about it? Are we looking forward to it or are we a little iffy on it? I'm looking uh, based off of the footage I'm looking forward to it cuz um like what uh, Jay was saying, looking at a bunch of videos, I, I looked at like you know Maximilian stuff too, and the thing that he was always worried about, and he feels like he's he's gotten a good answer about, is that this time around they're focusing on freedom, like freedom of expression, freedom of doing as many different kinds of mm. combos and strings as you want, like being able to like just play the way you want to play it. And I think having the cameo system in in that to kind of enhance combos and moves and you know extend things that like i feel yeah. like that adds to not only the freedom but also the speed of the game so. that's the big thing i took away from watching a gameplay thing is them explaining that this is gonna uh encourage creativity because you know you could pick any mm-hmm. cameo fighter you want and depending on the fighter you pick it could completely change your game style it's kind of a replacement for variations which I'm so happy that we don't have variations. I'm I'm happy about that too. Actually. I'm happy that we don't have variation. I'm happy that we don't have like different styles. The fact that every character has all their moves is gonna be is refreshing. As far as we know, but yeah, they probably will. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I hope so. I'm gonna put myself in the camp, at least from so far, as cautiously optimistic, but I think I'm leaning more towards the optimistic side than the cautious side at this point. I, I feel like I need better to see be. a little bit more. Part of World Combat Podcast better be up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was worried you were going to hate these, Jay. Uh, n- no, but I do have like some concerns. You're a purist. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> I do have like I do have some concerns, but I kind of need to. I feel like I feel like I need to actually play it just to kind of resolve that. So I'm not going to you know touch too much on it. But the idea that like you have an assist is both a cool thing, but I don't like the idea if you can't turn it off. Um, it's one thing if you can turn I mean, it off, but you know, if you can't, because it's so integral to the gameplay, like it's how you do certain combos or like it's integral to the type of fatalities that you use because you have to have that as, that as his character. 
Um, the only thing I can see bad about it is that the potential for someone being able to do an infinite combo on you with the assist extending those combo strings, you know, to keep you juggled and in the air, um, in my opinion, can be a bit of a turnoff. I've seen this many, many times with Marvel vs. Capcom and a couple of other games where they have assist and those assists lead to infinite strings, which I'm... I doubt there'll be infinite combos because there's two things. One, the combo breaker is back, which, Jay, I'm sure you're glad. Yeah. I think it does cost meter, though, and, and that's cool. Like, I can accept... Of course. It I, did before. Yeah, why wouldn't it? But the other thing is, Combo Breaker's back. Uh, you can also hit the summonable characters. They're not just, like, floating in the background. You can actually hit them, and if you hit them, it takes damage off of the main bar. Uh, guess And guess what? I don't know if you heard about this. The supers, or whatever you want to call them, x-rays, fatal blows is what they're called. You can, you can, cance- you can fucking cancel those. Like, you could always block him before he did it, right? But yeah, apparently, good. like, now you could block it, I guess, with a meter. Like, I, I don't know if it's in the middle of the animation. You probably can't. But like, there's more play with being able to to mm. knock somebody out of doing a super. Okay. Well, so that, that, I, I, that's... Go ahead. I'm taking a sip. I, no, I just think that means there's... If they're taking considerations like that, I don't think there's going to... And, you know, damage scaling. I don't think there's going to be infinite combos. Because they only come in and pop in and then run off the screen anyway, so. But they can help you, like, extend your, like, the combo that you're already setting up with your character can go into another combo while you're, the other guy's, you know, hitting it up. But what I was thinking is, like, like how is it, you, Jay, you said that, uh you know, the thing, the one thing that worries you is that you can't turn it off. Um, but I'm like, how is that different from any of the Capcom versus games? Like, especially, like, uh, Marvel's Capcom 1 where people have been uh, comparing this to that as far as how the system works. Uh, that's, like why, that's why That's why. I say you seem like slightly concerned. Do I think it's a stupid big deal? No, but when I think about the Marvel vs. Capcom series, I love, I like 1, I love 2, but from 3 all the way up, there are periods of time where the game has had to be patched again and again due to infinites or broken combos or broken characters that have certain assists with them because of how they do. Like, again, mm. it, it, it's it's not so much that I don't trust NetherRealms to address that issue. It's just that I've been kind of burned by history from this stuff. Um, though Dragon Ball Z Fighters, which uh, Z Fighters, which also is like a tag assist, you know, kind of game kind of renewed some of my faith but dragon ball z fighters also has a little bit of its problems too because you know like i've kind of used the examples just you know it's all about if you're that if you're good enough and you know your combo strings well it's all about who lands that first light hit and then that light hit goes into a 20 minute combo where you may as go you may as well go into the kitchen make a sandwich because you can't do anything it kind of locks you out of the game and takes you out of the game when you have no you might even be able to to take a poop yeah and you have no way to do interrupts. But the fact that they brought combo breakers back, uh, it looks like that the assist characters are the ones that actually do it from the gameplay footage that I've seen. So oh. if they if they brought that back, then I, I basically almost have no problem with it because, you know, it just depends on how many times you get to do it in a string. I would assume that if it takes very little meter to break a combo, that means that it's very easy to keep these strings going, which means it's all about how much meter are you willing to burn to do it? Also, another point of contention, which I didn't see much in the gameplay footage, but I'd like to kind of experience to know, is how the damage scaling works. Because typically in a combo where you're just kind of rat tat 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 tatting them all day long, the damage scaling will make it so where each 
each subsequent hit does less and less damage each and every time unless you go into like a super or a fatal blow or whatever. If they damage scale it enough, then infinites just become just people showing off. And you're not really doing anything meaningful at that point. It is good to note, uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the fatal blows in 11 were actually damage scaled if you use them with a combo. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were. Uh, I didn't know this until a couple of days ago. Like, it, it, you know, if you just do it on its own, it'll do heavy, hella damage, right? But yeah, if you if you string it with a combo, it does less damage for, for sure. So... Yeah, I think that's going to be into consider. Yeah, I, I just learned that. That's but cool. Huh. It just depends on how it's like scaled because even like like modern fighting games have kind of adopted this because you know everybody loves their combos. People love combo potential. People just love to show off with their combos. So I think damage scaling, you know, being the way it is, I think it's kind of always here to stay. It just depends on how the damage is actually scaled. Like is is a hit that does fifty percent damage but you do that hit five times in a row in a combo string somehow, does it go from 50 to 10 to 2% and then to like 0.5 to like basically so small, minuscule is doing basically no damage? Does it work like that? Or is it one of those where like it's 50 and then it's 25 and then it's like 15 and then it's 10 and then it's 7 to where like all this all these percentages add up even if you keep doing it to where it's worth it? Um, versus just you just doing like you just throwing out a super out there out of nowhere where it is the one hit and you get max damage because it's just one move that you're technically doing. That's kind of what I mean. I'm I'm actually curious. About I think it's probably going to be the works. latter. Yeah. Like I don't know intricately how the damage scaling in the past games has gone, but I think it'd probably be the 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 former situation you described sounds to me like more like Street Fighter or something. I say this not knowing jack all about Street Fighter, but it's. It's something, it's something that's been incorporated into a lot of fighting games. Tekken does it. Street Fighter has been doing it for a while. Uh, Mortal Kombat has been doing it for a while. I think Mortal Kombat's been doing it since 10. I don't know. I can't say for 9, but I think... No, actually, no. 9 did have it. 9 had damage scaling, too. I'm just going to wonder how well I'm going to fare, because uh, if there's going to be a lot more long combo strings in this game, because like 11, 11 was kind of the bread and butter combo game. Uh, so, you know, I could deal with that. You know, you, you're three or four hit pit, or like you say, chick, three or four piece of a biscuit. Two piece and a biscuit. Two piece and a biscuit. Um, versus like something like ten, where you know, I wasn't good at combos, so all I did was fucking cheese you of scorpions, ninja spears uh, that you know did the bound and setup thing, and I just did that over and over again. I wonder how uh I'm gonna adapt to this this new one. Well, Josh, I can tell you one thing. You need to move past your days of landing with the spear, just throwing it out there, and then just doing a basic uppercut. Those days are gone. Now you need to like do the scissor oh, yeah. kick, which will bound them. Then you need to like he doesn't have the scissor kick. In. We'll, we'll st- he didn't have the scissor kick in eleven. Uh, I mean, I got because uh, in eleven, when he does the spear, he doesn't set him up for uh, an uppercut. He he throws him on his other side. But if you ex it. It does set them up, but I don't do an uppercut. I do, you know, combo or whatever. I've gotten past it already. Well, now, I mean, well, now, well, nowadays, man, you just don't throw that spear out in most cases. You combo into well, no. that spear, and then you land it. Then it brings them in, and then you just continue the string. It's basically, it's basically yeah. a string enhancer. Believe me, point. I'm I'm beyond throwing a spear uh, just for the hell of it. Because <laughs> of course, Scorpion's going to throw a spear. They're going to block it. I did unless I'm fighting a twelve year old, uh, and then I can get away with it. 
I did want to bring up a couple of things in the gameplay trailer that I did see that I that do, that does make me very very happy. Um, so one thing that they kept from eleven and I think ten too is you basically have what looks like two health bars. Um, you have like one on the top and oh. then a lower one, and it looks like wait what? I, yeah, but I'm not. But I like, didn't notice that. But like again, it's one of those things where how can I put this? I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Because, well, yeah, there there were two there were two bars, but I could be wrong about the second bar below the first one being a health bar. It could just be like another meter bar. But the, like when I was watching gameplay, I could have swore I saw both of them taking damage from a hit. So it just depends. Like a bar separate for your cameo fighter, basically. That that's probably what it was. In fact, Josh, I, think I don't that's think what it so, was. Jay. I don't well, think I mean, so, man. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, it, if your cameo fighter can take hits, that means they have a health bar. No, um, like the, what I heard is so that you if you out of, you can hit them off the screen, like they just it's like a one time thing. Well, I heard it takes health if if a cameo if your cameo fighter gets hit. Of course, there's no screenshots of this. I have to fucking watch an actual YouTube vid. If your cameo fighter gets hit, it actually takes damage off of your health bar. Is what I heard. Oh, okay. And I have one very small screenshot and i'm looking and uh, it's so fucking low res i can't tell if that's the second health bar or not i don't god oh demo maybe i need because you're, you're not talking about the the meter bar at the bottom of course no no i know right. what that is I... which which we should point out that there's a meter bar at the bottom but it isn't like in 11 11 had a meter bar for attacks and a second meter bar going vertically for defense, and this one just simplified it into a single, which I'm glad for because that was too many too many meters. I, I don't know if there's going to be a so like if you combo break, is that going to take off that main meter? I guess it should. It's just going to combine attack and a defense. It should because combo meter should be something. I mean, just like it was a nine, because a nine you could combo break up to twice in a round. I guess I gotta go to YouTube and look at one of the algorithm fucking Maximilian dude videos or whatever the fuck to see uh, see this thing you're talking about. Yeah. And guess what? There's nothing on my feed. There's nothing on my feed for Mortal Kombat. How is that? I got Parasite Eve music. I got some other uh, lo-fi hip hop and uh, Iron Eagle two soundtrack. Hell yeah! Oh man, you me... sound you sound so grumpy, frustrated. It's like God damn it! I have to go and like on the YouTube and get the effing video from the dude. And well, it's like I don't want to watch a video while we're talking, especially if the sound's gonna get in. But it's fine. Let me, let me just no, well, I mean, like you don't have to like dive into it too much, man, because most of this is just sort of like speculation stuff until I see more gameplay. But while you're looking that up, I did want to mention some other things that I do know that I saw in the game that will definitely be in there that I like is that they brought back enhanced moves that was already in there before i didn't think they were actually going to take well, that them was in out. 11 yeah but i'm actually happy about it enhanced moves are great it's just variations of moves that we all know and love but they're stronger they usually add an extra hit they're faster they give you frame advantage you know to do combo strings all types of stuff also and you seen please check me on this if i'm wrong but when i was watching gameplay trailers I did not see any environment um, interaction. Like, no tables being Ooh. thrown, no random anchors being shot out of the sky that damage you. I didn't see any super jumps. I want to see either. I, no, actually, I, I think I did watch one gameplay footage where they did do the bound across the screen move. I think that is still there. I don't know about grabbing uh, weapons okay. out of the background, but I think the, the, the kicking off the wall thing might still be a thing. 
The kicking off the wall okay. is sort of like my is sort of like my least concerning thing because I've always kind of said that if you can like do a do a move where you're just running off the wall just to escape the corner, that's fine. That's good strategy. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm that's talking definitely like still there. I've I've seen someone do it, but you're right. Yeah, I haven't seen any grabbing weapons from the background. Yeah, like, and actually, Jay, I am looking at gameplay right now. I do not see a second meter. I think it's just the design of the meter bar kind of makes it confusing to look at like it looks like there's two uh if you look your your um character icon which it should be noted this looks a lot more uh ui wise looks more like mk9 even the font yeah uh, the the, fi- the finishing font is, and and supposedly ed boone had called this a love letter to mk9 so take from that what you will i don't even remember what mk9 plays like now so long we're gonna have to wait till we cover it in the podcast but uh Instead of your character name, just like MK9, it just has your profile pick, right? And next to your profile pick is a smaller profile pick of your cameo fighter. And they do have a circular meter that's obviously a recharge from when you can summon them again. But I do not yeah. know, Jay, I do not see a second uh, health bar. I know what I saw because I, because I was looking at um, a video that I had on mute. And what I saw is that when when your health is low enough you get the ability to do fatal blows and that shows up at the bottom of your health bar. And I thought it was yeah. an extra bar. So that's what I, that's what I thought it was. So correcting myself here, I was wrong. <laughs> okay. Not the first time. Nope. What? Not the first time. <laughs> Which admittedly, that's something that like, I'm kind of like neutral on. I, I could take or leave the fatal blow when you're in, like when you're in low health, I tend not to like it too too much when you get the ability to do a fatal blow just because you're low health yeah we talked about it last episode and i found it kind of an interesting conversation because you know fatal blow used to be you build meter for it and you, you liked it because you earn it and this one it's just a, a balancing thing for bad players when they get low i don't know i don't know how i feel about it uh i'm fine with the system coming back with like so I, I I definitely have more complaints about it in Tekken than I do in Mortal Kombat for this one reason. The fatal blow is a once per match move. It's not once per round, it's once per match. So basically you get to use it once and then if you use it in one um in one round and like say like in round one, you don't get in a round two. So it's right. it's a, that's so, a Tekken? No, that's in Mortal Kombat. That's how eleven worked. Um, and I was okay. Wait, with I that. thought 11, 11, you could build it back up again. Like uh, if you no, cause I'm pretty sure I've, I've, missed oh, no, you, you, a, I missed a fatal blow and was able to, you know, get in the red enough to need to use it. again. Oh yeah. yeah no, yeah, no that's, yeah. that's what, I think that's what he's saying. He's saying that like, you, if you whiff it, then yeah, you can, you can do it again. But once you use it, you can't use it for the rest of the match. Oh, uh, right, 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 yeah. right. I you have to, you, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's good. You have to land it. Like once you land it, that's kind of what I was referring to. But yeah, if you whiff it, so then how's yeah, it different in Tekken? In Tekken, you get it no matter what. In Tekken, you get it every you get it every every round. Round. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I like J. I like MK better in that regard. Because you definitely have to use strategy. It's like it's it's more of a strategy where it's like, do I want to waste it in this first round or do I use it up? You know, yeah. Later on? Totally, it's a strategy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people use it as sort of like a combo extender or in desperate cases, if they know how the damage is going to go, if they can mm. catch the opponent when they're at low health and all they need to do is just land like the fatal blow and then they win, and then they clinch the round, 
then they use it then sometimes. So it's mostly there, but you don't just want to whiff it out like at the start of the match or something, just because that is a that, that's going to probably be your most damaging move that you do all that round, no matter what happens. So you kind of want to save it for when you can get the kill. Yeah, I'm mm. just watching some of this gameplay now. Uh, yeah, same. Uh, should we talk about the aesthetics? I think so. Next, or should we talk about like, or should we oh, talk yeah. about story? I totally was going to be gushing on aesthetics. I'm surprised we're getting ready to talk about it this early. But yeah, let's fucking go for it. Oh no, we can we can keep talking about uh, gameplay. I'm just wondering if we want to transition or not. Oh god, here comes fucking Kenshi's fatality. Have you seen Kenshi's fatality? You seen? I haven't seen any fatalities. I've been trying to not. You want to keep yourself? Oh my god, Kenshi's fatality. Oh my god, it makes me go. You know, every now and then there's a fatality. Well, now I gotta look it up. Damn it. I don't know if I do you do you want me to describe it or you want me to post it or are you just gonna look it up right now? I can you know post let's it have for a li- let's get let's get a live reaction. Okay. Let me You gonna post it? Let me post you a link. Yeah. Which by the way, I also looked at the um Katana's fatality too. Man, Katana's fatality was just ridiculous. Yeah, Katana's fatality is pretty it's kinda old school the MK three. Yeah, for the most part I was trying to avoid looking at a lot of the fatal blows and fatalities because yeah. I'm like, huh. I saw a video that was like all the fatalities we know of right now, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to look at it. I don't want to be spoiled. I want to get a genuine reaction when it happens in game. Same. But you know, there's going to be so many other characters that I'm not going. to, You know, and we're getting yeah, ready to fucking talk about it. So uh, let me uh, copy video at curtain time. Check this shit out. Check this shit out. You're gonna, your jaw's gonna fucking drop. Oh, here's an ad. Right. Oh. Yeah. Funny enough, Josh, yeah. that video um, from IGN is the video that I'm watching right now. <laughs> so, LOL, yep. It's a video that came up when I typed out Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay. All right, here we go. All right. Yeah, dude, when you... Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. It is cruel. Oh! <laughs> and then Jax is just... <laughs> yeah i love that winning screen where they're just both like fuck yeah i also like that one this is we could get into story discussion too because this is the asian cafe that we saw in the uh cinematic trailer which we yeah. were talking about like i went in this long ass fucking thing about you know scorpion and sub-zero being ancient and all that uh it turns out oh no it's a modern i failed to mention in our previous episode that there were people talking like analyzing that that cinematic trailer and pointing out like are those electric lights hanging in the background and they're like wait that's a ceiling fan and it's like there wasn't anything that said this had to be ancient time and it turns out no it's not it's just a trendy fucking you know asian cafe with a flat screen tv i think it's because like as a i had that in my head too before we got the gameplay trailer because based off of the end of mk11 you see him start restart time and goes into like a hut kind of thing and meets somebody which we assumed was like the great kung lao but but it might have just been regular kung lao or it could have been raiden no they he said kung lao because he said you know the kung lao i knew in my timeline was a lot more oh right Yeah. yeah so then so that made you believe oh maybe he went maybe he you know restarted from the past and then you see this trailer the first trailer and it's like there's no real super distinct link to the modern time everything is like you know fields and like ancient like old looking housing and you know then you get a denia 
and stuff. And then everything else is in like fields yeah. <laughs> or like open spaces. And now we got, you know, cafes and flat screen TVs and John Johnny Cage's penthouse. <laughs> but that's what I mean. They, they, they were careful not to show, you know, Johnny Cage, Kenshin, you know, Sony or Jack, any anybody current. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's that was, I out. mean, that's definitely intentional. But yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to get to see the ancient tournament. Uh, maybe we aren't. I don't Same. know if we will, but you know, still. Unless this becomes the first tournament. Yeah. Um I, I also like the, so this fatality you just watched which was in that Asian cafe scene. I just love that. I love the the, the stage too because if you if you paid attention to some of the gameplay, there's a lot of cool scenery. There's people sitting and cheering you on. Uh, I saw a clip where there, there's like a woman sitting in a chair, like very close to the to the foreground, and when you pass by her, she actually scoots her chair back, you know, to, really? to allow room. Yeah, and someone else said there's That's actually awesome. people hide under tables and stuff like that if you get close to them. But I just find it oh. funny that that's a very Street Fighter kind of setting, just like people hanging out watching yeah. a fight, and then someone cuts someone in half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like and fucking you know spills that, you know her that- guts. You know that TV that that stage also has a TV in it, and I saw people saying like, "Oh, that's a pretty old like LCD TV. Like, is this like based in the 2000s or something like that?" But it's like, no, they could just be in a in a town that you know where the bar doesn't have like the most up to date TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that brings the question: Is this going to be modern or is it going to be 90s? And I guess. There were flat screen TVs in the nineties, weren't there? Like I do want to say, no. I do want to say, I think it's going to no. be modern because my favorite stage that I keep seeing so far, which I'm just going to throw this out and assume that this is, it's Johnny Cage's pad house because oh, it is. He, yeah, he, he, uh, Ed Boon confirmed it. Yeah, it's yeah, Cage. it's Johnny Cage's house. I mean, and, and he didn't even need to in confirm LA. it. Who else? Who else would it be? He's, yeah, and then he said it, he said you could see LA the, the LA skyline in the background. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. and then also like so what like like we're basically in that like in that environment. You're fighting what I assume is his living room. He's got like an infinity pool or some type of pool that's just right there. He's got an infinity like, pool. Yeah, or something like that. And, yeah, because like and also it goes out and overlooks like the mountains. He obviously is living in like Malibu or Beverly Hills or whatever. But I think it's, it's Malibu specifically. Yeah, yeah. But it's when I saw that I'm like this has to be in modern times because houses like that did not like did not exist you know like back like in ancient times or whatever that. Oh uh, yeah, Jay. I'm pretty sure Malibu was uh, not uh, you know <laughs> built up at all. Um, pretty sure, yeah, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> Well, dude, I mean, when it comes to reality warping and time changes, like, you never know. Maybe Liu Kang just wanted, like, a little piece of Malibu in ancient times, you know? Maybe he did. Maybe, yeah, with with fucking, yeah, uh, inflatable flamingo inner tubes. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, in that scene, too, it also goes to mention uh, in the in the, ga- in the gameplay trailer thing, if we want to get into the story a little bit, because uh, Kenshi shows up there to fight him, because apparently Johnny Cage is in possession of his sword, and Kenshi is a fucking Yakuza now. Which I find cool. Is that what he actually is in the game? He's got a tattoo, yeah, a sleeve tattoo up in the thing. Nice. More than one person has said it. Yet yeah, we we've seen Kenshi in his traditional garb, which looks very much like his MKX costume. We've seen Kenshi in his like Wushu training outfit when he's like bantering of uh, young Raiden. Raiden, yeah, yeah, and the, and then we see Kenshi in like a suit, and yeah, he's got tats, you know, like yakuza Dude, tats suit, up his I wrist. I think the suit is my fit. Even though I love his his normal outfit, I always love his normal like you know, battle outfit. But like him in that suit is just so cool. 
I know, it looks slick. I mean, some people have been saying, like, oh, man, this looks like the generic shit ever. Guy in nice clothes versus guy in other nice clothes. They look like two generic. I don't fucking care. Kenshi looks cool. But this is too. it's it's part of the story. That's, that's yeah, just, yeah, you know, yeah. It totally it makes is. sense. But I, um, as far as the stage, the stages look freaking amazing. I feel like, I mean, obviously, it's it Netherrealm. I mean, Netherrealm has been on top of the game for a long time, and I feel like MK11, like even today, still looks like freaking amazing. It like, does, but you know what I like about this? This looks even more vibrant than eleven. It does. It does. Yeah, that's what I was about vibrant. to say. I was about to say what what helps about what helps differentiate this game from eleven is that a lot of the stages are during the day. Eleven had a lot of day stages. Yeah, but a lot of the ones that were day stages were like in you know like nether they had the, or like the really, hive of the kaiten, and there was yeah the a, hive was like freaking. Well, I know you hate was in the hive, cave, dude. No, it was in like cave, in a forest or whatever. There was there was daylight. No, or maybe I'm thinking of the, I might be confusing it with the prehistoric uh, hourglass stage. But you know, you, you got the uh, the special forces, you know, bunker or whatever. Which you know, is inside of a building? No, 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 no. It's outside. It's in front of a building, out in the scorching heat. Oh right. And there's a forest or whatever. But you know what I like about this? They brought uh, almost a callback to the uh, laughing forest from the Malibu comics from uh, Bloodwave, we see the living forest, but it's Adenia, not Outworld. So the forests, the, the faces have peaceful expressions on them, on the trees, and there's oh. flowers growing on them and stuff. Yeah. And there's another cool. stage. You see Johnny Cage fighting with the sunglasses on, by the way, uh, in what looks like Adenia, and there's fireworks going off in the background, kind of similar to when, you know, the carriage scene from the cinematic oh, trailer. God. Yeah, what? What'd you just post? Sorry. Sorry, a, a video was playing on this article that was playing. I saw Kitana's uh, fatality. Holy shit! Oh yeah, her. Yeah, that's, that's her fatality is pretty wicked too. Yeah. So uh, it should be noted the fatalities. You know, I always complained about the elaborateness of the MK11, especially fatalities, and it looks like they're continuing the trend. But there are some gnarly ones. Yeah, Kitana's pretty fucking good. I love Kenshi's. Sub Zero's is pretty good. We saw a bit of scorpions in the trailer, and I don't know if I like it or not, but uh, what's really neat is that, yeah, you can make your cameos do a fatality, and their fatality Wait. is just, huh, what? I'm so confused, because I've seen it a few times, p- people have talked about it in videos and stuff, saying that, oh, uh, they had, you know, so he had Sub-Zero do the scorpion fatality, which is like, oh, uh, I think you mentioned it, or someone mentioned that, like, usually in these, like, reveal trailers, they always show scorpion fatality and this time they gave sub-zero the fatality but everybody said like they did show scorpion the, fatality though but him ripping off the skull and the spine i thought that was a sub-zero fatality from one it is and sub-zero is the one doing it no Scorp- you're misremembering yeah. you're misremembering dude uh, no literally at the end of the gameplay trailer it's cameo fighter sub-zero because guess what Sub-Zero yeah. is a main playable, but he's also a cameo. All the cameos are in their classic costumes, obviously, right, you know, right. by now. And they can do a fatality instead of you, and their fatality is always a classic fatality. And Sub-Zero's is a spine rip. Yeah, it was Sub-Zero at the end. Scorpion's fatality yeah. in the gameplay trailer is he throws a spear through you, and your body breaks apart, and he pulls your head through your body with a spear, and then, like, grasps your head like a bowling ball with his fingers through your eye sockets. See, I th- I know what I was saying is that like I saw a couple of people saying like, oh, 
uh, Sub Zero is doing Scorpion's fatality. I'm like, that. The, what? They must be wrong. They're, they're they're just people that they're probably young fans because Scorpion did do a spine rip fatality in four. We just played four. Um, or maybe one of the 3D games as a reference, and it, like they gave it to Scorpion. Uh. But yeah, gotcha. obviously it's Sub Zero's. But yeah, every every cameo character can do their own fatality, and it's uh, I watched the all the available current ones, and it's their classic fatalities. So yes, Jax, Jax's classic fatality would be the arm rip, but they just decided to go with the fucking Godzilla one, which I I love that so much, especially I since love, they show him it. grow. He just yeah. fucking does an Ultraman henshin and the camera just pans up, and even in the indoor scenes, I guess all the indoor scenes are planned out to where the ceiling's low enough that Jack's can at least crouch. <laughs> but he still and, crouch, yeah, he crouches, yeah, it does it. Yeah. It's like, I love that they went with that instead of like the arm rip or whatever. Yeah. That's so great. It's so good. Bring back um ridiculous fatalities where like, you know, sectors throwing bombs everywhere and the earth blows up or something. Like bring back stuff God like willing. that. I'm kind of okay. Maybe that'll I'm, happen. I'm okay with the- <laughs> um, yeah, it's, yeah, it seems that. to be they're they're kind of separating the 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 flavor of the main characters with the cameo characters. I think the cameo characters are all... Because if you look at the uh, the character select screen... Hell, just Google it right now. Look at the character select screen. Kano just looks like he's chilling. Uh, I've heard some people compare it to a Fortnite uh, aesthetic. that Some people aren't liking the, the new aesthetic. I'm fine with it. Uh, but it's like... When you Wait, bring the in... aesthetic for what? The game. Because it's a little more vibrant. It doesn't look like Fortnite at all. It doesn't, no. But the character know. select screen. Let me post it. Hold on. Yeah, I've seen the character select screen. It, it, it doesn't look like Fortnite at all. Kano, Kano was just looking kind of smug. And it almost looked like a, like what Kano would look like if he were in a Fortnite skin. I mean, some people like didn't like Kano because he looks like Mr. Clean. Because <laughs> at least MK1 well, Kano hello, had... Welcome to... Yeah, like I want to comment... That's what Rich DeVizio looked like. That's what Rich well, no, he, he didn't. Like back then. He... He had peach fuzz on his head, and he had scruff on his face. Here, he's waxed. And it's a case of old designs being realized in the new engine, and they look dorky. Well, they always were dorky, but they somehow looked badass on the pixelated, you know, once they digitized the actor. But now they look dorky. I I don't know. I was about to say that I liked... I I think these are the best, like, recreations of the classic costume that we've had so far. I will say. We were complaining about that last time. I love, yeah, we were complaining. Like, I'm still on the fence about the ninjas because we see Sub Zero, classic Sub Zero. And it's like, it's not exactly, it's not one and it's not two. It's like a combination of them. Uh, yeah, I'm true. iffy on that. But like, everyone else is pretty accurate. But what I like about it is that the, the, the MK, the cameo characters, uh, to go back to what I was saying, seem to be like, they're just having fun. Like, w- when you do the matchup, and now, now the versus the banter happens with a clash scene, which I guess is borrowed from Injustice, where they just clash before the the match loads, and like you know you get and then it transitions into the intro scenes for the yeah. match, which is really cool. But what I like is like you know you get Sub Zero and Katana or Kenshi and somebody, and they're like growling at their faces and saying some dramatic line like your clan used to stand for honor, and then you get the cameo characters come in and they just look like they're coming in. And they love being there. Because Sonya, when you select her <laughs> as a cameo character, she she punches her knuckles together and laughs. And like Jax grins and lights a cigar. It's like, they literally are cameos. They're like, I'm here for the party. Where is it? 
Oh, I think I'm like, gonna. I think I'm gonna use Jax just because I love seeing him with a cigar. Well, you're not usually a Jax high, guy, too. High top fade. Yeah, I like that huh? they got. You're not usually a Jax guy, too. Never, never really been. No, a Jax I, guy. I, I never use Jax. But if he's gonna be just a cameo, and he's gonna just you know, well, he, he might like be that, main. So he might be main, main selectable and, too. Because, like, yeah, Johnny Cage, game, but... rumored to be a cameo character as well, but obviously he's main game. Obviously, Sub-Zero has a cameo version. So, And supposedly yeah. Scorpion does, too. Ed Boom confirmed that. But... Um, yeah, he confirmed there, there will be people that are both cameos and yeah. uh, main roster. So, yeah. so, you know, who knows? You could get everyone you want. Um, but speaking of Jax, too, I like that they did almost, almost finally nail his look with a flat top and everything, because, like, Jax has been a character that's evolved and they just made him, you know, a mountain of a man. I mean, not that John Parrish already wasn't a mountain of a man, but like... He was huge. They kind of... Well, like I said, he he said in MK2, that was on his off season and he he considered himself light. (laughs) I love that. And then then it was MK3 when they had to paint his arms metal and he's like, do you have enough paint? Uh, Which, small point too about Jax, (laughs) it took me a minute to realize that oh shit they are doing mk2 jacks no metal arms this is regular old jacks yeah. this is yeah which you know might force them to give him more character than just his metal arms but they did nails look with the the flat top but i and the mustache but they gave him a caterpillar mustache and he used to have more of like a shit stash like just like a little more military well you're allowed a caterpillar in military too but like i don't want to say it hitler mustache it was like you know more a little squared off where here they just gave him the full on Nice little caterpillar, but he, yeah, you know, you, you, you got to take some liberties. Do what you, yeah. But for the first, what you want, yeah. For the first time ever, he looks like MK2 Jax, uh, and yeah. I like his look because yeah, even but, the even the MK Jax that we got in the MK2 Jax we got in MK11 when they did the whole time thing. Like yeah, that, he didn't look. He didn't look like old school Jax. He looked. I mean, yeah. I like. He looked okay, but he didn't look like old school Jax. Yeah. And I don't know if I like Jax of a cigar or not. I think they're leaning too into a stereotype, like, you know, not Danny Glover, but maybe Carl Weathers. I don't know. Like, you know, Carl Weathers is what I was thinking of, like when you mentioned that, Josh. Yeah. But but as far as like everyone looking uh, like they're just fucking happy to be there, I'm posting a picture right now. Look at, look at this. Look at Sonya here. Yeah, she's, yeah. Yeah. She's so smug. Yeah, she's happy to be there. I love smug Sonya. (laughs) <laughs> she's just like yeah let's get this started what do you think the face is uh, is it the same uh i um, wished i would have found out because yeah uh this is the first time that i've actually liked mk1 sonia's look and i don't know if it's just because they got the right because i wondered did they get elizabeth malecki is this elizabeth it kind of looks like her i don't know if it is that's what i'm wondering is like who are they modeling these faces after yeah i i do want to bring no up clue. I do actually want to bring up like a complaint though, at least as far as like the visuals go. It's like the one thing I kind of have. There we go. Yeah, a little bit. There we go. Yeah, a little bit. There we go. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Yeah. But I, but it's worth mentioning because we haven't talked about it, I don't think, too, too much. But unfortunately, like, yeah. like 11 did this too, to an extent, but I feel like one is doing a little bit more. I think the costumes for the characters look cool, but when they try to like de age them, their skin almost looks too perfect almost a little bit like clay or putty like it feels it looks soft Mm. it looks not 
it, like they don't like they don't look like that the these characters don't look like that they've been through things in life like their skin is like perfect they ha- everybody has perfect you're skin you're getting real picky Jim. but i mean you got to remind you one this is a video game two this is gameplay footage the 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 fm the pre-rendered fmvs might have a little more detail on their skin like the cinematic trailer did uh also three you said it yourself they're the younger versions so they're not and, and yeah they're much. the younger versions Younger versions equals like what? Like how old are they? Like in their like twenties and thirties? Twenties, thirties, yeah. Yeah, like I, like if you're a fighter, I would imagine that you would have some like I don't know some Jay. Like texture di- differences Jay. on your skin. Jay, you're come you're on, nitpick because we have battle damage. If you saw in Kenshi's uh, X-ray, yeah, yeah, I saw the battle bloodied. damage. I'm just saying that. Also, the fact that someone can have their their skull smashed in and then still fight. Like I feel like. Cosmetic damage is the least of it. Is the least Looney of our <laughs> <Words. Yeah. laughs> So, so Sonya looks like she's made of wax. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna admit, like I'm gonna admit it's picky, but it's just it's something that I can't help but notice. Like these soft features, because Mortal Kombat 10 did not have this problem. Like Mortal Kombat 10, everybody's looking pretty dang, like like their skin textures are looking pretty good. I'm just about. They're everybody. just sweaty. They yeah. just added a sweat layer. <laughs> Dude, like, I mean, like, sometimes that's all it takes. But just to walk out, like, with picture-perfect skin every single time just feels kind of, like, weird. Like, it looks very... It doesn't look uncanny valley. It just feels uncanny valley, like, a little bit. You want your glamorous stuff. fighter to look glamorous like they just came... Coming onto a model shoot. You know? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Like, again, it's, like, it's something that I can I, easily get over. This doesn't but, deserve but, to be talked about for more than 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ta- well, I did, Josh. You're, like, you're going to have to deal with it. But I had I have to voice my criticisms because I have them. <laughs> okay, well, we're reaching for some criticisms. Well, we shouldn't have to because there might be some criticisms. I still don't know if I'm going to be on board with the cameo fighters or not. I know we're, we're, we're launching more into aesthetics and game and a uh, fucking uh, story but it should be noted too that the the cameo fighting thing too they could come in there, there there's uh like two different styles of attack one where they come in and you stand still but they can also come in and you can continue to move and like move with your cameo yeah. fighter yeah this is something i think that is unique to this version of how like a assist works because i don't think i've ever seen a game where the assist comes in and based on which direction that you point or the move that you're doing, the assist does different things. This is kind of unique for how an assist is supposed to work. It's kind of like almost setting a new bar where the assist can come in and you almost have like two characters on the screen that can do different things with their like with their own move set for a very brief period of time. And that's interesting to me because you can I wonder if, like, if you can uh, customize that cameo character in different ways, like, you know, hmm. not not outside of cosmetics. Like, I wonder, you know, how like in Mar- in Marvel versus Capcom, the original one, where you had assist, you could choose like projectile or anti air or balance type or ground type, you know, whatever that kind of tells you like what move that they're doing. I wonder if they'll have modes like the modes that you put think, your cameo character in and then between which modes you pick. I doubt it. No, I think there's, I th- there's been nothing to indicate that. I think their version of that is the directional input. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like if you do one, it, one, one of them becomes a, you know, combo breaker, another direction becomes an anti-air, another direction becomes a project projectile. Like, I feel like it depends on, one, the character, and what direction you use. Yeah. if Like I said, 
if you play the Towers of Time in MK11, that's exactly what it was. Because uh, if you you could load up multiple different types of attacks, right? So I could get Jax yeah. throws in a grenade. I could get Cyrax throws in a net, and they're each controlled by directional. I think it's right. it's obviously an expansion of that. But uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be modes, Jay. Okay. Uh, speaking of modes, well, what, uh, what did I want to say about the assist and how it's used? I found it interesting that some, like you said, some of them you can continue to do moves while your cameo jumps in, and there's other times where your character stops moving for a bit while your your cameo doesn't move. And yeah. my favorite version of that is when Kano does his uh his eye beam, because he basically comes to you and pushes your head down so that he can <gasps> shoot over you. What I and didn't you look catch at, that. Okay. Yeah, someone pointed out if you look at the gameplay footage. And it's the level. It was the one where it's like Raiden versus uh, Kenji, and at the very end of that sequence, Kano jumps in, jumps behind Raiden, pushes his head down so that he kneels down, and then shoots his laser above him. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There might be. Uh, there's obviously going to be a lot of uh, just flourish. Uh, yeah. To entertain us, I'm all for that. For real. But um, oh, I can't wait for this game, man. Yeah, me too. Right. It's not that long, too. What was it June, yeah. July, September? Fuck! Wait, what? Oh, I skipped August. Hopefully I'll be August. tired of Street, Hopefully I'll be Street tired Fighter of Street 6. Fighter, <laughs> I still haven't bought uh, M- uh, MK6. I haven't bought... Why did I say MK6? I haven't bought Tears of the Kingdom yet. And I've actually been putting it off. Uh, I'm editing this episode. So I'm going to wait till I'm done editing this episode. And then I'm going to buy Tears of the Kingdom. Because I know if I buy it now, it might suck up time. I am I am very, very slowly playing uh, Breath of the Wild. I know. I'm just, I, I, I'm just I'm just getting to the first divine beast. I I peep you in there every now and then on my little friends list. I see you got twenty hours into it. You pretty pretty early on. I got twenty hours in. Holy shit! The last time I looked, it, yeah, it said you had yeah, twenty hours in. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been I've been trying to reinsert myself onto Etrian Odyssey again since they released the uh, remaster of the first three games on Switch and Mortal PC Kombat on Steam. One. Mortal Kombat One. Uh, sorry, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm basically playing that right now until I'm ready for Tears of the Kingdom and Mortal Kombat One. Um, but anyway, speaking okay. of modes, uh, Ed yeah. Boon, since it's topical, since I was talking about getting sucked back into the crypt, we're not mm-hmm. getting a crypt. Ed Boon said there's a whole new game mode to win, uh, you know, currency and and unlockables. I gotta wonder what it is. I think it's a conquest mode, not conquest. It, uh, yeah, conquest mode. Yeah, it could be conquest mode, or it could be uh, it could be motor combat. For all we fucking, know. <laughs> you know, uh, that would be hilarious. That would be. I'm kind of interested, even though I I like the way the crypt is. Like I said, it is is it's a at the end of the day, it's a casino. But I did like Eleven's, you know, going through Shang Tsung's island, a nostalgia trip, getting to see how all the arenas are geographically connected, and there is gameplay in it. You can die in it. Uh, you know, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's a casino, and it's a time waster. So I, I, I would wonder what the new mode's gonna be. Maybe it's the uh, Alien Invaders game from Ultimate Three. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Maybe that you could fly the uh, combat jets. Ah, uh, bring back combat jets. Oh, dude, what if yeah. we have like like what if the new game mode is combat cart? Like we get like you know combat cards, man. Like that'd be great. Yeah, that's what I said. Motor yeah. combat. Yeah. Motor combat. Yeah, dude. Like that'd be fun. I, like a. Uh, you know, all of a sudden we just take a break from fighting games. We play racing games. Like we have the Scorp Mobile, you know, the Sub Zero Ice Mobile. You know, like uh, 
yeah. stuff like that. I want to like I'd love to see like what sort of car corresponds like with your fave combat combat character. I mean, I'd choose Johnny, but Johnny probably drives a Bentley for all I know. <laughs> so a Bentley, yeah. Why? Figure he drive a Corvette or a Porsche. Jaguar. Porsche. Yeah, he. Yeah, Porsche. He totally drive a nah, Porsche. Nah, nah, nah. Work. And like, like with Johnny Cage's ego, he probably drives the newest Tesla. That's probably what he drives. Well, Johnny Cage just doesn't drive. <laughs> fucking gets ridden around a limo. So you can. That'd be even better. He doesn't get. He doesn't get in that. He actually doesn't get in the car in the pat like oh, the driver's side. Oh. He, he, he gets in the passenger side in the back. <laughs> Speaking of Johnny Cage, one kind of like his new look. Uh, am I not the only one that was a little weirded out that he looks different but still has the same voice actor from Eleven? Uh, I was trying to figure if he looked like somebody that like. I was trying to figure out who it is, but it looks some like kind of familiar. Yeah, he did. But I can't like put my finger on it. He still kind of looks like the MK11 Johnny, but a younger version of him, but not. And I don't know if he did, you know, I should have done fucking research if they use the same face model or not. Obviously, they I use the same so. voice actor. I think it's a different, I think it's a different face model because I feel like a few people have different face models. Yeah, some of them yeah. do. Like, obviously, Raiden, obviously, Raiden has a new obviously face Raiden model. Obviously, Raiden does, yeah. And Scorpion and I think and Kung Lao looks different, too. Kung Lao looks yeah. a, li- a little different, too. Yeah. So maybe they just it all out but obviously same voice actor except yeah it's going to be a second voice actor for johnny cage yeah Van Damme. we we uh. prophesied yeah we we theorized about this in the last episode but and we figured oh no they wouldn't it didn't say anything on the website but no ed boom confirmed jean-claude van damme's doing the goddamn voice of johnny cage in the skin that's that, going to be crazy. That's going to be cool. I mean, I will totally rock the crap out of that. That'll probably be my favorite version of Jack. Well, Jay, you better pre-order because that's how you get them. Okay. That's fine by me. <laughs> I'll pre-order it. Yeah. But I mean, like, Josh, like... It's, I'm, it's, I'm definitely going to pre-order it. It's not... It's not it, but it's not just going to be, like, a pre-order. Like, even if you don't pre-order it, ooh, you may have to wait a couple of months, but they'll put it as a DLC much later will on. Will they? I we talked about this last episode, too. I'm like, they definitely wouldn't lock a character like that, right? But it's a skin, and there are skins. Oh, they're locking because, like I said, Scorpion Shang Tsung behind a pre-order. Well, yeah, but he might become available because we said like Shang or Shang Tsung Shao Kahn obviously became available at, in Eleven eventually, even though he was a pre-order bonus. But there's he, he something in Eleven that isn't available right now. Eleven had a pre-order bonus of Scorpion's MK9 skin because Scorpion's MK9 costume was sick, and it was only ever a pre-order bonus. I don't know if it ever showed up in the eShop. So, yeah, Jay, jump on that. Get your Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, I, no, I think I there was a, there was like an old ninja skin pack, like for yeah, there was an old ninja skin, but it was like the MK one slash two style. It wasn't the MK nine style, which you know. Oh right, right, right. Had right, the right. scorpion face mask and had the the curly yeah. shoulder pads. It just looks sick. Here's a question: Are you guys going to get it physical or digital? We talked about that last episode too, and did I we already talk about decided. That? We did, yeah, yeah. We, we totally did. We went, we went on a whole giant side segment I, about physical dude, versus digital, and I <laughs> like a month ago. Yeah, I know, right? I decided I'm getting physical. One because the game's thirty goddamn gigs. I'm getting physical. I mean, I didn't get, I didn't get Street Fighter physical. Hmm. Jay, did you get Street Fighter physical or digital? Um, I bought, um, I bought it digital for now, um, just so I could like play the game. I'll probably, but now that I know that I'm going to really love that game, um, I pro- I may actually buy a physical copy just to own it. See, that's the thing I, I said last episode too. I wish I could rescind decisions because I bought Shimagami Tensei Five digital. Wished I got it physical. 
here is Jay. It's not the first time he's done it. He's bought a game digital. And I guess just because he's got money fucking falling out of his underwear, he gets <laughs> it gets the fucking physical version too. I mean, to be fair, I'm I'm thinking about doing that with Mortal Kombat. Really? Maybe Street Fighter. Why? Yeah, just because like I, just I like the, the convenience of the convenience. Having... But then you got two different versions of the game. I'm not gonna play this the the, the the physical one. I just want to have it. So why don't you just wait a month and and fucking buy a box off of eBay, and you just got the box. Don't buy two copies of the game. Well, maybe buy t- support NetherRealm. Support the game. Maybe maybe that's not such a bad idea then. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'll definitely... I don't think I'll buy phys- uh, digital for sure, but uh, I'll, I'll put up a switch in the cart, you know, when we need to play. Except we might not play because uh, if there's no cross-play, I'll be having to come over to y'all's houses to play in your Xbox, hey, and PS4, 5, 6, 7, 8. All I gotta say, Josh, is that like, uh, even though that I know you, you kind of like, like you kind of threw some shade at me because I buy the game digital and then physical. I only do that for games that I truly, really like a lot, and if I like it a lot, I want to support the game, so I buy it twice. And you know what? Like, yeah, I, I can't, ar- I can't argue against that. Yeah, but I also feel like if anybody doesn't need, like, <laughs> isn't not in any worry of going bankrupt because the game is probably NetherRealm. <laughs> like they've, they've been doing really well for themselves. Yes. So, yeah, they have. But yeah, we we should definitely support the game. Support the game. Support the game. Yeah. Whether or not you like uh, the idea of cameo fighters. <laughs> Outside that, uh, anything else? Anything else you want to cover? Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the story because I mean, uh, Ed Boon has been talking about how you know because of what the events of MK11, Liu Kang has reset the world and he's basically created a new timeline, and because of that, there's different you know dynamics with the characters for example sub-zero and scorpion are brothers yeah that's something i want to bring up and it was something i was going to bring up in our previous episode where i said i was going to make fun of what i thought to be stupid interpretations because everyone was saying like what the fuck they're literally brothers but i'm like no dumbass it's like the brothers in in spirit you know like they said in the trailer but then ed boone comes up on stage and literally says that they're brothers yeah are they brothers so is that going to be? Th- is it know. not going to be Hanzo Asashi? I heard a f- interesting, interesting theory hmm. that Scorpion is not Hanzo Asashi. It's Kwai Lang. Ooh, yeah. Wait, I, I mean that's no. a theory. That's a theory. Not doesn't have anything substantiating. I mean, does it make any more sense to uh, be a guy named Hanzo Asashi being literal brothers of a guy named Bihan? Oh, which by the way, that was the other thing that confirmed. It's Bihan. Okay, cool. Because uh, there's cool. a, there's a character interaction uh, between him and Liu Kang, and he calls him by name, so it's Bihan, okay. which I find interesting. I I love Scorpion and Sub Zero best buds forever, as long as it's Hanzo and and Kwai Lang. Bihan, but this oh. this is gonna be Hanzo and Bihan, It'd be it, not quite the same best buds forever dynamic. Uh, I'm interested, but I mean to see it is they are, but it is a new timeline. So you know what Scorpion did to well what what they've done to each other doesn't actually happen um yeah or at least because also scorpion i'm assuming is living not undead so does that mean he's gonna get fire powers is he gonna get hell powers at all like raiden how some foul Uh, fucking i'm okay with raiden having electricity powers because i bet it against it but i said maybe he would like earn them but his fatality literally has him hovering in the air like a god but i think raiden might be interesting too because i think he will have a growth in the story like becoming becoming raiden yeah, because right now he is like below Kenshi as far as like 
Apparently, yeah. Experience, yeah. What I lack in skill, I make up for in heart. Shut the fuck up, Raiden. <laughs> That's a fucking worst excuse ever. Uh, uh, can I, like, one, like, small aside, which I've noticed that I found really interesting. Um, mm. So there, there is, because uh, we've, we've talked about how, you know, MK, especially MK11, the motion capture was, like, great. Like, how they did, like, the cutscenes and stuff, and even, like, the moves in-game, like, they just look so, like, fluid and, you know, realistic to, as far as what MK can make realistic. Yeah. There is a martial artist that I follow on, like, Instagram and uh, YouTube. His name is Noah Fletter. He's, like, a really talented, like, martial artist. He does stunt work and everything like that. And there's been there's a channel on YouTube called Gameology. I don't know if you guys have seen it. They do those, like, reaction channel stuff where it's, like, you know, martial artist reacts to Mortal Kombat or, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, Special yeah. ops, spe- uh, former special ops reacts to Call of Duty, stuff like that. So he's been in a lot of those with 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 various other, you know, martial artists. And they've done, you know, reactions to MK11 before. And they've commented on, you know, the styles and, you know, how good the motion capture is because they've done motion capture before. And then it turns out, like, after the gameplay trailer shows, you know, Kenshi and all that, he posts a video of him alongside a picture of Kenshi saying that he can't say too much yet, but he got to work on MK1. Oh, so shit. I'm assuming that he's, he's Kenshi, Kenshi in this. And then when I, when I see the video and see, like, you know, how Kenshi looks, especially with the shoot, suit, it looks, it looks almost exactly like him. Nice. I'm like, is he, like... Is he I would also cons- voicing him, or is he just the, the face model? I don't like. I'm really curious. I would assume probably just the motion capture, if that's his expertise, yeah. is martial arts and physical yeah, acting. Yeah, he did, he did, I think he's done actual acting too, but yeah, he's mostly a martial artist and a stunt actor. So that's tight. That, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see you know the story mode in general. But I have heard people criticize for a long time the in-game animations for 11 and 10 specifically. I don't have the right eyes. I, they, it looks fine to me, but I've heard people complain about the speed, the keyframes or whatnot. Is that, uh, has that been something on y'all's yeah. notice? Yeah. I've, I've, I, we've, I think we've talked about that before, how like MK11, the movement MK11 is definitely slower than 10 and nine. Um, right. And I've seen people like, I've seen like Maximilian dude and other people talk about how like it's still, a similar speed to 11, but uh, they think they've done a little bit of tweaking to make it a little bit faster. And also the addition of cameos makes the gameplay feel a lot faster than it maybe actually is. Yeah. I've heard someone said, actually, I think I watched that Maximilian dude video where he said exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I've, I've always been okay with the MK 11. Like I, I, I can tell that it's slower, but I don't really have too much of a problem with it. I don't think every game needs to be like Dragon Ball Fighter Z levels of speed. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, I, I was can, thankful I could... for Eleven being slow because uh, here yeah. I am being like old boomer, like being like, God damn you kids and your fucking lightning fast reflexes games playing like nine or yeah, DBZ fighters, which I didn't play at. I think I played a little bit and I was just or Smash. Smash is too much for me even, and I, I wouldn't call that fast. It's just too much shit happened on the screen. I think Mortal Kombat's <laughs> for the old heads. Yeah, the old heads who are starting to lose their <laughs> reflux. Oh, 39 year old boomer here, for real, right? <laughs> I guess going back to story, like another thing that I found really interesting is the fact that 
Kitana and Melina have kind of switched roles. Like, Kitana, yeah, I was like, thinking about Melina that. is Melina is the princess now, and Kitana well, is. Is that what it I is? Because I, yeah, I know, Melina like, she the, was like, you can't, you can't let people know about your disease. It's a disease now, apparently, and she's not a clone. But I didn't pick up that she was the princess. Well, he said like, or she, well, she was replied and said like, are you just trying to come after my throne, something like that. Oh, uh, oh shit! Yeah, she does say that, and I just assumed you know, Melina's always powerful. And also, I, I know, it. I, I think, I think the initial reveal trailer when they see the giant circle in the sky, I think Kitana's the one that is goes out of the caravan, and Melina stays in because she's it look a princess. Like, oh shit, yeah. dude, that would be a good switch up because I mean, there already is a switch up because Kitana seems to care about Melina, and yeah. Melina is just like fuck you, bitch. But in the yeah. old timeline, it's, you know, Katana obviously doesn't have any emotional attachment, no love lost for Melina, but Melina wanted to be recognized. So, yeah, I guess it is flip-flopped mm-hmm. a little bit. That's their version yeah. of shaking it up. Yeah. As far as shaking it up, how are they going to shake up Johnny? How can you shake up Johnny? What have we seen so know. far that looks different? Can she... More or less looks like Kenshi, except for the beef period where he's a Yakuza. Scorpion Sub-Zero, mm. we know. And yeah. What? Johnny? Johnny still looks like an asshole. Johnny seems... Too to, much money. Johnny seems... Uh, like, we don't see much about his story other than him not knowing what's going on. Oh, and he's he apparently has... Course. He has Kenshi's sword, Sunto, for some reason, on his mantle. Which I, which I feel like that he, he probably bought off of an auction, because if you look at his <laughs> mansion, he has like... He has like a bust of like nefertiti or something like that and he has like uh <laughs> uh like just a bunch of other artifacts in his house so he may have just like been collecting it from like auctions or something like that yeah and also i don't think he's with sonya um and um in this game because i don't even know if Sonya's going to be a playable character like main roster she's a cameo fighter but i don't know if she's both which means that it's possible that we have no johnny sonya love interest in this game what if they pick a new love interest for Johnny in this game. That'd be kind of interesting. Cause... Yeah. But then, that's wild because then that means there's no Cassie. Fuck. Which, yeah. which uh, to, not to jump ahead, but Cassie is a rumored cameo character. Yeah, but the cameos don't necessarily have to do with the timeline. True. Um, we, well, we don't know that if it's going to be inter- integral to the game and the story mode. Well, no, I mean, but in the story mode, I feel like we're going to have, there's going to be certain cameos that you can't use. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're gonna be locked into who you're supposed to pick. Yeah, the the cameos yeah. in the in the actual versus modes. I think it's he's. I think they're making it for more like a homage to older to the history of Mortal Kombat, not necessarily. Yeah. You know the. As I said, it, it looks like the cameo fighters are just there having fun because they're all smiling. Pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah, we've, so, I mean, we've it's, seen it's, Kano, uh, Kano, Sonya, and Jax, and they're all just like, yep. <laughs> All right, it's a party. Oh, I mean, it's the it's the versus thing. That's the just yeah, beat the shit out of each other. I guess so. To throw like a little bit of speculation, I I would laugh very very hard if like maybe as like a DLC and and only as a cameo fighter they put in Cole Young. (laughs) That's what I thought he was at first. I thought Kenshi was Cole Young because I know he kind of looks like Louis Tan, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought he kind of looked like uh, when he has a blindfold on. He does kind of look like. Everyone has been wanting Keanu Reeves to be Kenshi, purely based oh, off of the end of Revolutions, where he wears the the same type of blindfold. Almost kind of looks like him a little bit when he wears the blindfold in the versus screens. I'm like, hmm. Let's see, 
Uh, let me see if I can find it. I'm trying to look at it. It kind of looks like it. I mean, it's probably Quinky Dink. I mean, it is Quinky Dink, but... Yeah, yeah, if you if you didn't know there there was a big push to to campaign for obviously people wanted John Wick period in Mortal Kombat Keanu Reeves is interested but he also there there also was a push to be like make him Kenshi. What the fuck is so this? I posted a picture of the oh, I posted a picture the, of the guy that I think I think that's the guy who is going to play who is playing at least the motion capture for Kenshi. Uh I would say okay. the face model too cuz that looks like him. That looks like him, right? Yeah, it totally yeah, does. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe the voice interesting. Yeah, I'm just gonna wonder Kenshi's journey too, because how the fuck is he Yakuza? What's his journey? How's he get blind? Well, like, dude, we'll have to wait and play the game, and we'll find out. I guess. So. But it doesn't like it doesn't like because like Liu Kang like reset everything. It doesn't like characters that have really hardcore like really hard locked established origins will probably get like new stuff thrown in like we've kind of seen like you know katana melina melina is actually the princess and not katana johnny cage may have a different love interest other than sonya um we don't know what kung lao is going to be like raiden i'm really interested in because he's not a god of thunder so he's just as far as i'm aware he's just he's just a humble dude he's gonna be the new Liu kang he, he's what behind the ears and needs to be mentored yeah and or kung lao i don't know yeah, he's the chosen one. But I sort of like the idea about where they could potentially go. Like, what if, like, Shao Kahn ends up being in this game later on in story mode and Shao Kahn's actually a good guy? That'd be kind of good. That, yeah, that would I mean, be we touched upon that, too. I asked, you know, what if he likes puppies and flowers? You know, who knows? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, Do we want to touch on uh, the, the rumored... Well, basically, we already did last episode. The rumored... Uh, Character roster, which included the DLCs of, you know, Homelander and Doucheman, uh, whatever his name is. Omni-Man. Omni-Man and the guy from The Boys. But included... Homelander. Cameo... Yeah. What's his name? Homelander. Home, well, I know Homelander. What's the guy from... Oh, yeah. Homelander. Yeah. Anyway. But it also included cameo... Uh, cameos for Jay, you had mentioned. Farah, Not Farah Tor, but just Farah by herself. Mavado, Chameleon... Mm-hmm. So apparently somebody was tweeting that on Twitter and Ed Boone replied and said, I'm a, I'm paraphrasing. I'm amazed at how many of those you got right. Huh? <laughs> so a lot of those might be true. I don't know about the guest characters, like all them, but yeah, the cameos, which also included Motaro and yada, yada. I, w- I like the idea of like, if we get like, um, like basically obscure characters or characters that have been in older Mortal Kombat games, but they were just basically one-offs. So, um, Josh, what if we get that one character that you were playing against me in Deadly Alliance? She's the uh, she's she's the hot chick that does a Lee lot May. of like the uh, yeah, Lee May could be one. She also, J- Jarek <laughs> Jarek could be another one. Nobody like wants no, nobody wants Jarek. <laughs> but that's just funny. He could stay over Why, there. That, it, it may, well, it makes sense that he would be a cameo character, and it makes I mean, sense. Do a lot of people want Striker? I mean, probably not. But Striker has more clout than Jarek does. Jay, Jay wants True. Striker. Mm-hmm. Jay, I'm amazed I they put Striker in there just uh, just at all. To be honest, it's kind of like, oh wow, okay, you're surprising me. Yeah, true. Um, it did get a big pop when I like, especially during the reveal. It did get so. a bit what. It get, it got a bit of a pop from the audience when oh it did striker shows up yeah yeah probably because he's the last person anyone expected to be in there and there he is true uh, yeah yeah Lee May why not but uh, 
Jarek, fuck him. But the other rumored ones, Bo Raicho is one of them. Cassie Cage, Mavado. Jay, that's who I thought you were getting ready to say because I played Mavado a little bit in Deadly Alliance too. Uh, Dramin from, I think, Deadly Alliance. Moloch, uh, you've seen, you're very intimately familiar with Moloch. Oh my god, that guy's annoying. Small side. Did you beat the Deadly Alliance ladder yet? Nope. Nope. Got to. F- I've only played it once. I, I haven't got a chance. To, no, I haven't had a chance to play it again. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. peek behind the curtains, a phrase we use quite often. People, we are we are getting ready to do an episode on Deadly Alliance. Uh, before that, though, we might have one other one planned. It was actually going to be uh, this episode, but so much news is happening about fucking MK1, man, uh, that we wanted to talk about it again. And, of course, oh yeah, brings all the boys and girls to the yard. Um, <laughs> our, our MK1 episode is our most viewed episode, period. Of course it is. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, yeah, so looks like that, that rumor, Jay, that you brought up last episode might be not 100% true, but might be 90% true. Or maybe 80%, according to Mr. Ed Boon. Hmm. Yeah. Of course. Well, it's Ed Boon. Ed Boon loves his, uh, loves his trolling. He so does I love his trolling. He with a grain. But, uh, I, I take anything he says with a grain of salt. He did say, I'm surprised how many you got right. And I think that was probably a sincere comment, which probably means, yeah, of course we're going to get a Bo Ride show, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a Pharaoh. Why not? You know, some of those make sense. Chameleon. Yeah. Why not? Find it interesting that it's female chameleon too, because there's two chameleons. There's male chameleon and female chameleon. Male chameleon yeah. was on the PlayStation version of MK Trilogy. Female was on the N64. You'd figured male would be the more, you know, because more people had a PlayStation. But I, just, I think maybe it's because maybe it's because there's more there's more male ninjas than female ninjas. It might be that I'm thinking like maybe it's more of an inclusive thing, or maybe it's because anytime I've heard chameleon referenced, it usually is female chameleon. Hmm. I don't know why, but either way, yeah, we might be getting her. You think we get any of the combat kids? Well, like I said, Cassie is rumored to be a cameo. What about like uh, Jackie or Takeda? Well, because it's a rumor. Not Fujin. What's her? What's her? Kunjin. Kunjin. Yeah, the the least liked of all the combat kids, apparently. Uh, I I like that. Kind of hurts because that's Johnny Young Bosch's voice. Oh shit! Wait, who's he? That sounds, is that the uh, protector? Anime voice actor. Anime voice actor. Also the second Black Ranger. Oh, shh. Mighty Morphin. You're kidding. The second? Literally? Yeah, you know, Adam. You know, Adam. The, Adam. The yeah, that was his yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Really? He's Kung Jin? He's the voice. He's the, he's the voice of Kung Jin. Yeah. Fucking man. I learned something today. Shit. Yeah. Bring him back then. That's why I was kind of, that's why I was kind of sad that he wasn't in 11. Yeah, they brought back Cassie and Jackie, obviously. Uh, yeah, I like Takeda mainly because he's connected to Scorpion. I like, I like the evolution of Scorpion becoming a mentor for someone else, mm-hmm. and he was cool. He kind of he had Scorpion's weapons, but he used them differently. I like, and he had Spunk. I like Takeda, but uh, yeah, I under, I understand why he didn't come back. But Jackie and Cassie, I love them both. Um, but okay. it doesn't make it doesn't make sense for the combat kids to be here if it's going to be. You know, the timeline earlier on. For any of the other characters. Yeah, so obviously, cast a cameo character that makes sense. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I hope you is know. my boy is my boy Aaron Black going to be in there? He can totally be in there because he's like hundreds of years old. That'd be cool. 
Yeah. He's probably a cameo. I don't want him to be a cameo. I want him to be a main. He's the best new Mortal Kombat character out of all the newcomers. Speaking of voices, he's the Troy Baker is his voice. He's the guy that does uh, the Last of Us dude voice. The main yeah. Oh, in the game. I've heard. Yeah, in the game. Yeah. I've heard of Troy Baker before. Yeah, he's good. Hmm. I think he's on Batman or Joker. One of those here. Interesting. In the in the games, I think. I don't know. But anyway, in loss. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we call it an episode? You know, there is so much. Gotcha. There's no, a lot of say, stuff, and there's, there's a lot more we're gonna get. Like, there's so much yeah, shit, right? Yeah. Like, news is like videos are coming out left and right, and I keep seeing like, oh, I learned something new today. I learned this, but I didn't write them all down, and I know there's something we missed, but it doesn't fucking Dude, matter because yeah. it's gonna be 15 yeah, things that I, come out before this episode comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I, I was actually about to say like this summer is gonna be a wild summer for MK1 news as the game gets closer and closer and closer. So this unless summer. something truly. Unless something, in my opinion, truly game-breaking, pun intended, comes out that like changes the entire focus of what Mortal Kombat 1 will be, I don't know necessarily if we need to do another like MK1 news update dedicated for an entire no, we don't. in the future. The only reason we did this is because, well, I mean, pure confession, we're, we haven't made too much progress on our research for our... Should I just say what our planned episode is going to be next? I think we said it in the last episode. We said in the last one. I don't know if we did. We're, we want to talk about the two Mortal Kombat knockoff games that had involvement from Hosung Pak and Daniel Piscina and others via Realm Fighters and Tattoo Assassins specifically. But we just weren't ready for it and this seemed more pertinent and we had plenty to talk about. No, we're not just going to turn into a fucking, you know, pull out our ass and talk about MK1 every single episode. No, but this one seemed no, this is just This is just a special case, like two special cases, so... After this yeah. is gonna be after this is gonna be a, a steady stream like like he said a steady stream of information from here until the release so yeah it's, it, it'll be more like we you'll probably see a lot more you know a state of the realm segments in our podcast uh, in our regularly yeah. scheduled podcast so as uh, I said there's gonna be that. a lot of here's, a lot of state of the realms question, in the future hmm. yeah here's the question though what are the chances that we get a main roster character revealed officially revealed before our next recording and if so how many it's not going to happen before our next recording it is going to happen i think it will i, I think wow i think we're going to get one we're getting some bets here okay one okay uh, i when you said main co- main coster main roster reveal i thought you meant like the whole roster because i not think the whole roster no like you know how like tekken is doing like every like week or two you get like one or two oh. characters oh we're totally reveal. gonna get another reveal I- i'm with you on that because ed boone said himself he said in an interview that we're gonna get a slow trickle from here on out until september yeah i don't know if they're gonna do like the tekken thing where they literally have a character trailer every week but y- i think we will by my target date since i'm the one editing this episode i don't think we're gonna have a new character reveal by when we plan to have this out but probably this month Probably more than one this month. Okay. Do you want to bet? So. Do you want to make a bet? Nah, I'm just it's a friendly like a yeah. A we don't need it. Gambling's gambling's dangerous. Kids don't you know don't instantly jump to having to turn everything into a bet. Mm. Gamble. It's a friendly guess. Oh yeah, yeah, friendly guess. I I'll agree with you. At least one. At least one by the end of at June. At least one. Yeah. 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 Jay. What? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> you zoned out, didn't you? I did zone out. Yes, there we I go. did. I knew it. <laughs> it happens. It happens. No, we were just talking about if we're gonna get a new character revealed before we do our next recording. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I. I, I was kind of silently agreeing with both of you before I zoned out. I'm like, yeah, of course we will. Like, I, I think that's kind of obvious. They usually do this stuff just to kind of hype the game a little bit, like each yeah. and every time. So, yeah, like, honestly, it would not surprise me that before before August even hits, like before um, that um, expo in Las Vegas where you can actually play the game, it wouldn't surprise me if the vast majority of the roster is already revealed by that time. Oh, for sure. Mm. So For sure. Because I can guarantee if it's not revealed, well, by the time that that expo gets here, after that expo is over, then the entire roster will be revealed. Because I I see that being a completed version of the game being played around that time. Yeah. And that's not including the uh, DLC characters of lined up for the future. Like, you know, nah, now Melina, nah, nah. Melina and Rain came in and at the end, you know, MK11. No, no, no. Yeah. But yeah, I've got um, at least for like at least for this episode, I've got nothing further to add on my end. I'm just hyped. I'm ready for it. Yep, Same. waiting for it to yeah. get here. I'm Same. hype AF. Hell yeah, hell yeah. To the yeah, yeah. I might go sure. play some MK11 a little later. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna play Mortal Kombat. I'm gonna play Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> traitor, traitor. Well, Josh, before you play MK11, um, while Yasin and I are playing Street Fighter Six because it's awesome. Um, I think we can officially call this an episode, and per usual, Josh, uh, you own our outro, so when you're ready, own it. take it away. Okay, um, if you don't have anything else to, to add or poke in, um, I mean, I did have something prepared, but I was actually, Jay, uh, sifting through here while, while we were talking, uh, and uh, I did just find something that you're going to like, uh, so I'm going to eschew my normal okay. outro. And just reveal this news that literally just hit right the fuck now. Because I just looked at it. Uh, Jay, you're going to be really happy. Because uh, okay. it looks like uh, you are going to get to play as your boy, Reptile. Yes! Yes. Yes. But, That's awesome. But, there, there is a... It looks like there's a catch from what I'm reading here. Okay. When you pick him, he's going to be invisible for the entire match. <laughs> because because he's a he's a camo fighter. <laughs> I, you are the worst. Outstanding. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Combat Time Pod and visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash combat time podcast. You can also email us at combattimepodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions you'd like us to answer on the show. See you next time. Mortal Kombat continues. Get over here!